This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and coming up, we'll talk heart health, how you can take a proactive approach to your heart. We'll be talking to the folks at HeartFit Clinic here on Vancouver Consumer. But first, here's some of the consumer news headlines from the past week. The amount of money being laundered by uh, organized crime through BC casinos was staggering, according to a long-awaited public inquiry into money laundering in the province. The inquiry found it was rampant thanks to inadequate efforts by police and politicians, though there was no evidence it involved any official corruption. B.C. Supreme Court Justice Austin Cullen says it involved billions in illicit funds linked to organized crime and the drug trade. Cullen says the former B.C. Liberal government were aware of suspicious cash flowing into casinos around the time of the 2010 Olympics here in Vancouver, but they didn't exhibit the will to fully tackle the problem. Things seem to be lightening up at the airport. Transport Canada says wait times at the YVR are going down as staffing levels for security screeners return to pre-pandemic levels. It says the last month saw a significant decrease in travelers waiting more than 15 minutes, dropping from 26% in mid-May to 13% the week of June 3rd. The feds also announced earlier this week the requirement to show proof of vaccination will be dropped for domestic flights and outbound international flights starting on Monday. The airport calls it a welcome step, but says there is still work to be done to address challenges related to screening and processing for international arrivals. And are we looking at a concrete shortage in BC? Members of BC's construction industry are predicting what they say will be chaos if a mediator is not appointed to resolve a strike by concrete producers. The Independent Contractors and Businesses Association says a month-long strike by unionized workers at Rempel Brothers Concrete, Ocean Concrete, and Allied Ready Mix Concrete has cut concrete supply in the Lower Mainland by 40%. The association says the dispute goes far beyond the companies and their unions because a shortage of concrete will soon delay or derail construction projects, force layoffs, and push up the costs. They want a special mediator to step in and bring the two sides together. Cryptocurrency company Circle says it will start issuing the first Euro-dominated cryptocurrency, a stable coin known as Eurocoin later this month. It would be the first stable coin in euros backed by a large player in the industry could potentially become a major conduit for moving cryptocurrencies throughout Europe. The announcement of course comes at a time of some pretty steep declines in the value of cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, which has led crypto firms to fail and erased billions of dollars in digital wealth. And Ferrari is going all in on electric cars. The Italian luxury sports car maker has outlined an electrification strategy calling for 40% full electric and 40% hybrid cars by 2030. The CEO confirmed this past week 
that the first all-electric Ferrari will start rolling off assembly lines in 2026. Its first hybrid model was the limited edition LaFerrari, launched in 2013, capitalizing on Formula One technology. So I'm guessing it was still pretty fast. This is Vancouver Consumer on CKNW, and coming up, it's all about keeping your heart healthy with Diamond Fernandez from the Heart Fit Clinic. We will hear from him coming up right after this. Welcome back. It is Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and we are learning more and more about how our hearts work, about heart health, and what causes heart disease and heart attacks. And with me now is someone at the leading edge uh, of this knowledge. And Diamond Fernandez is the founder of one of the world's premier cardiac rehabilitation and heart attack and stroke prevention centers, the Heart Fit Clinic. They're at Douglas Road in Burnaby. You can go to heartfit.ca to learn everything you need to know. Diamond Fernandez is with us now. Hi, Diamond. How are you? Welcome. How are you? Uh, very well, very well. And uh, talking about the HeartFit Clinic, uh, I guess, first of all, just as a sort of an overview, um, how do you see the HeartFit Clinic fitting into the average person's you know, medical care, because you're not a replacement for their doctor, but you are just sort of extra care and information when it comes to heart health. Yeah, absolutely. And so, I mean, there are basically three categories of people and uh, that we see in our clinic, and I'll, I'll go through some case studies today as well, so people can have a good understanding. But sure. our focus is on doing um, really great assessments, heart assessments and treatments that bridge a gap in the healthcare system. So what we do is you won't find the same thing done in the healthcare system. And we provide heart assessments and, and then treatments. So people who have artery disease or trying to reverse the disease. Um, and, and then our focus is really to help that individual prevent and reverse heart disease. That's the, the big focus and the goal. So we want to prevent a heart attack, prevent a stroke, and ideas to prevent your first one, but sometimes it's the second or third or fourth one that happens with a lot of our patients that happens here in the clinic. And so, and, and that's exactly that. So we see uh, people who are concerned about their heart health, they, you know, they might have a family history of heart disease or they just want to be proactive and say, look, I'm, I'm an important individual. Everyone should say that about themselves, but you know, I'm an important <laughs> individual. I got a, a lot on my plate. I want to make sure that I can be able to do what I need to do on a, you know, I got a trip that I got to plan for or a retirement to plan for or whatever it might be, you know, this is an important thing to be proactive about your heart health. And that's, uh, you know, that first category just wants to be proactive, I guess. And then the second category of people are now people who have something that's going on, you know, they might have high blood pressure, they might have diabetes, or, you know, they might be taking a cholesterol lowering pill. And that category of person is, is something that's like, okay, well, you know, why, you know, what is the reason there? And, and we do obviously our assessments to get a thorough assessment to find out why do they have it. We're very successful at, at getting patients off of medication sometimes. It depends on the situation, but, you know, these medications are, are not there for, for good. And then, you know, it, you want to get to the root of that. Once you get to the root of the problem, then we are able to get patients off of medications. And the last category of people are those people that have heart disease. And, um, I'm in the clinic today, and so, uh, you know, when you look at people with people that have heart disease, now we're focused more on our treatments, and that involves, you know, a whole cardiac rehab slew of things in terms of exercise and stress management and nutrition and 
getting to, you know, specific deficiencies that are going on. But then we also have treatments where we uh, pump blood back up to the heart and grow new arteries. And um, you could probably hear that behind me in, in the background here. So I can hear it. Yeah. And uh, it's really an interesting procedure where I'll let you hear that for a moment. So you can kind of hear the rhythm of that treatment where what happens is, is that you have these cuffs that are going around the calf, the thighs, and the buttocks, and it pushes blood back up to the heart to grow new arteries, improve the artery health and the function. Because these arteries are muscles, right? They're not pipes. There's not a plumbing problem where we're like, okay, let's just go in and intervene and do a stent or a bypass or something like that. It's going in and treating the artery like a muscle so that we can grow new arteries and improve that artery health and function and uh, improve that heart health on that side of things. So those are the categories really of people that we see in our clinic. I, yeah. I wanted to ask you about that. I mean, I, I think a lot of people don't realize you can grow new arteries. Well, you can not only grow new arteries, but you can improve the artery health and the function. And so the repetition of doing this, you can hear it's time to the cardiac cycle. So what happens is when the heart beats, the, the cuffs relax. And when the, when the heart is in relaxation phase, you can hear the cuffs contract and it's pushing a mass amount of blood flow up to the heart. And what ends up doing is we're putting more blood volume going into the heart and that allows our body to then grow new arteries and improve that artery health, artery function. So, and even there's a lot of other things that we can get into that I'll, I'll talk about it here in the show as well. But um, yeah, it's a really great treatment option to help people who have artery disease. Right. We're talking to Diamond Fernandez. Uh, he is the founder of the HeartFit Clinic. They're at Douglas Road in Burnaby. You can go to heartfit.ca to learn all about it. Uh, Diamond is the author of the book, Beating Heart Disease. And we're kind of going through some of the case studies to find out who uses the HeartFit Clinic. And we just heard uh, uh, one of the uh, services. We could hear it in the background. That was very cool. And uh, so, so you get basically all sorts of people, people who are, who are, are totally healthy, just want to make sure they're being proactive. And then other people perhaps have even had heart attacks. Absolutely. And so it just depends on what's going on with you. So let, let, I guess let's start at the, uh, at the beginning and I'll, I'll give you a really great case study. So um, it was actually a woman that came into our clinic and there's actually a woman who's on the bed right now. Most people think it's a man's disease. It's not, by the way. So these two yeah, first two uh, examples are one lady's on the bed and, you know, has artery disease. And so it's different people, different, everyone's different. So, uh, and, you know, I think we're a good split between men and women who come and use our services, which is nicer to see now. So, but when we look at, um, so this first case study I'll talk about is a woman. She came into our clinic. Um, she has a family history of heart disease, so she's a little concerned about her heart health. Um, she was taking an aspirin, right? She was taking an aspirin and uh, was also taking a cholesterol-lowering pill for prevention. And uh, she came to see us. And uh, what happened was, is uh, we, we uh, firstly, I, I got completely, like, there's a time and place when people should be using aspirin now. Now the research shows that we should not be using aspirin on a preventative basis unless you've had a heart event. And so that's what the literature shows us now. And so sometimes people are, are, are not doing it or just used to doing it or just doing what maybe their family doctor did and maybe their family doctor's not up to date on the heart side of things, which is possible. So 
at the HeartFit Clinic, she came to see us. And what we ended up doing is we, we found out, okay, well, what's going on with their artery risk? Because she thought that if I keep my cholesterol low, I won't have a heart attack. And that's not true either. So if you're taking a cholesterol-lowering pill, it doesn't make you immune to ha- not having a heart attack. And that's not true at all. So what happens is, is that these arteries are our muscles. And I talk about it all the time. And inside the artery wall, it's all skin. And it's like, it's like the skin outside of our body. And I, and I say this a few times in the show. If you're not driving, but put your thumb and finger together. If you're not driving, then don't worry about it. But imagine the AOK sign. And that's what the inside of the artery looks like. It's all skin. And when that skin gets damaged, right, when it gets damaged, now it leaves it susceptible. Like it's, imagine like a tennis net-like structure, and you have tennis balls and golf balls. The smaller particles, the golf balls, are vulnerable for slivering into the lining of the artery wall inside the lining of the tennis net. The tennis balls won't. And so what we ended up doing with this, this patient is obviously a thorough assessment to see what are the particle sizes and what is the, um, uh, then more importantly, what's the inflammation, what's hurting the lining of the artery wall, and then where that risk is of a heart attack or stroke. And then looking at the artery health and the function. And it turned out that this person did not even, their, their risk was actually really, really low. So we ended up taking them off the aspirin, taking them off the statin, and are now watching this, um, this it was a lady that came in. Now we're watching her to make sure that, look, you're not at high risk for a heart attack. So there's definitely no reason for taking an aspirin. And <clears throat> your, your cholesterol particle sizes are, are okay. So there's no reason to be taking a, a cholesterol-lowering pill. And there's no inflammation to the artery wall. And we looked at the health of the artery wall and everything like that. Now we'll keep an eye on this patient to make sure. But we've been working with her for about eight months now and everything looks right, in the, right on track. So, so that's a good uh, example of a, of a prevention patient that's just being a little bit more proactive coming into the right. heart fit clinic. Never had, never had high cholesterol, but started taking pills just because of the fear of a heart attack. Oh, really? And, and that was, yeah. So, so these, a lot of these tests are, are things that you don't normally get, uh, at, at a hospital. No. And, and, and cause, and, and, and with all respect, so my next book is called death of the stress test. And, and the reason is most times, you know, people think, oh, well, I'll just get my cholesterol done. Okay. If it's high, then I should take a cholesterol learning pill. That's not true either. And I'll go through that in the next example here too. But, um, the, the, you know, there are certain times and places. This is where we would start off with a, a, a consultation at the clinic where we find out a little bit more about what's going on with you and then customize a, a service that is best for you so that we can help you prevent that heart attack or stroke. Right. We're talking to Diamond Fernandez, the author of Beating Heart Disease and the founder of the HeartFit Clinic. Go to heartfit.ca for all the information that you need. Um, and uh, they have uh, uh, a place on Douglas Road in Burnaby. And you can give them a call to 604-330-4348. And uh, so, so let's talk more about these case studies. This was a, a person who, yeah. who was, was acting proactively, but you have some other Pro- people. Um, yeah, who, so who, it's a little more uh, dire. Yeah, this one's a little bit more of a complicated case. So this is a male. Uh, he had atrial fibrillation, so he was having rhythm issues. He was also had told that he had high cholesterol, so he's taking a statin. And this patient also had high blood pressure. And so this was someone that we've been working with for a while now. And uh, 
again, uh, he was on a slew of medications and we were ma- managed to get them off of some of them. But the point I'm trying to make with this person is they were high risk. So they had hypertension, they, uh, high, which is high blood pressure. They had high cholesterol there. And then they had a rhythm issue, which was um, atrial fibrillation. And so, and not on all the time. And so now this patient that came in, and of course, we did the assessment with them to find out what's going on. And we got them to looking at nutritional deficiencies with this patient to find out what's going on with that so that we could even reverse that part of it in terms of uh, the, the blood pressure issue. So we, we did the, a, a very thorough assessment with this patient. We found out where their risk is of a heart attack or stroke. We looked at their artery health and their function. Um, we looked at in-depth blood work. Again, all this stuff is stuff that you can't get done in our healthcare system. So the Hartford Clinic, this is our focus. This is our focus on, on preventing and reversing heart disease. This is what we do, and we do it very, very well. Um, we've been doing it since 2007, and we had great success in helping these patients. And so this person came in and was, and was frustrated because uh, what was happening is their, the, a blood thinner that they were on was affecting their gut health. When you start to affect your gut health, it's a chain of events that happen. And really, the, he hadn't been in AFib, so we monitored this patient. So they came in daily to see us, and we had these monitors where we could see what's going on with their ECG. Um, and it, it, it's really great stuff in terms of training, in terms of exercise training with this patient. And they did the assessment to find out the deficiencies. And so this was a challenging case because there was a few things going on. We have right. to actually minimize the inflammation and look at the artery health and function and all the blood work really in depth so that we can help that person prevent and reverse that heart attack or stroke. And I want to hear how that uh, turned out when we uh, come back. We're going to take a break because we're, we're talking to Diamond Fernandez. Uh, he's the founder of the HeartFit Clinic. They're at Douglas Road in Burnaby. And you can go to heartfit.ca to learn everything you need to know. And when we come back, I want to hear uh, how that case study worked out. And I also want to talk... Um, to, I want to, I want to talk to people who maybe have a history of heart disease in their family, because, uh, I know you have a personal experience with that diamond and I'm sure a lot of other people have those kind of concerns. And we'll hear, we'll hear what, uh, the HeartFit clinic can do for you. If that's the case, when we return on Vancouver consumer right after this. Welcome back. It's Vancouver consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin strong, and we are talking about your heart and your heart health with Diamond Fernandez. He is the author of Beating Heart Disease, and he's the founder of the HeartFit Clinic. They have a location on Douglas Road in Burnaby. You can go to heartfit.ca to get all the information that you need. You can also phone uh, 604-330-4348, 4348-330-4348, or call toll-free 1-877-700-4348. And uh, Diamond, we heard uh, some case studies about the different types of people who use the HeartFit Clinic. Um, um, a lot of people are just trying to be proactive. They maybe don't even have any health con- health conditions or anything. And then there are others where it's in their family history. And that can be very uh, a very scary thing. And then there's those who have had, you know, maybe even had a heart attack and they have serious health concerns. They have heart disease. So, um, so talk about that kind of person who comes into the HeartFit clinic and yeah, how you help them. So actually, let's take a step back here. When we talk about heart disease, it, there's three different pillars of heart disease. Okay. So, and they can interlap with each other or they can be completely independent. 
So most people think of heart disease as a plumbing problem, right? They think of these arteries and they got a whole bunch of plumbing and gosh, if this last pipe closed up on this artery and it's, I got a 90% blockage, you got, you know, 10% more, I'm in trouble. I'm going to have a massive heart attack. And that's not true. Um, it doesn't happen that way. So I'm going to explain that part. Um, then, you know, you got to also look at the electricity of the heart. So, you know, the electrical of the heart. We talked about a case study before the, the break where this person had atrial fibrillation. So that's an electrical issue that's happening. And we want to get into the root as to why that's what we do at the HeartFit Clinic. And then the structure of the heart. And the structure of the heart, a lot of it is something that you can't control. So, uh, you know, it's something where the, uh, you get a valve abnormality or imbalance or, um, you know, the one thing that you, you unfortunately, uh, it's been more challenging, but we can help a lot with this patient is the person that has heart failure. So that ends up being a structural issue. So you can interlink between those three different pillars. So structure, structural, um, electrical, and the plumbing, but arteries are not a pipe, right? They're a muscle. So don't forget <laughs> that part of it. So, so when we look at these arteries, it's super important to understand that, or, or heart disease, it could be any one of those pillars. And so people come and see us for various reasons. And when you talk about someone who's concerned about their heart health, um, I'll, talk, I'll come back to the case study that we saw. This patient had every test through the wazoo at the, at, at, in the healthcare system. So, um, and, and there are certain tests that you want to do, and there are certain tests that you don't need to do. So let me talk about what happened with this gentleman. Um, has bouts of atrial fibrillation, has high blood pressure, um, is also taking a cholesterol-lowering pill. And so when you look at what's going on there, this person went to their family doctor and at least did the first important step. And, and family doctors refer to us because they've taken care of the initial concern, meaning, hey, they have high blood pressure. So I've got this patient on a blood pressure pill. Great. That's a good starting point, right? Now people come and see us and say, okay, well, why do I have high blood pressure? What do I need to do to get off of my pills? Well, then we can take steps with that. And it may not always be coming off pills. It might be important to be on those medications. So um, and then cholesterol-lowering pills, right? People, you know, that's one of the most prescribed pills in the world. And, you know, that's something that uh, people are taking in abundance of as well, and probably wrongfully so a lot of times, even though cardiologists, really? and we talk about every year at the car conferences, oh, they feel it should be in the water. And I, I don't agree with that on, a, on the person who wants to be more proactive, right? If persons can be more proactive about their health, and there are certain situations that allow that. So this person then got referred to a cardiologist and on a preventative side of things. Um, and this is where my next book is called, as I mentioned before the break, the death of the stress test won't come out for a while because I got some great edits on there. But the idea is that most people think, Oh, I had a stress test done. I'm good. In fact, I, I even did a stress test and I even did ended up doing a nuclear stress test or a myocardial perfusion scan, which you do a stress test and they inject a dye inside of you and they put you through these images and, and, and that's like, okay, great. I've had the, the works. And I don't agree with that because that's looking at the artery like a plumbing problem. And most people think of the arteries like a plumbing problem and they're, and they're unfortunately not. And, and we know that if you, if you, if we have troubles understanding it, I'm going to now explain artery disease. So again, when you, and something that we do at the clinic, is very important. Number one, something has to hurt that lining of skin, right? Remember if we take your thumb and finger together and you make a circle, right? I know a lot of us may be driving, but if you do that and, and you see that circle, that's what the inside of your artery looks like. It's all skin. So first thing has to happen is something has to damage that lining of the skin. 
usually inflammation that does that. So there are hundreds of things that can do that. And we look at that at the heart for clinic to see what are some of those big ones. Then you got these particle sizes, these golf balls and tennis balls, and that artery is protected by a tennis net like structure. Then those smaller particles, those golf balls can sliver into the lining of the artery wall, and that's where they start to cause havoc. The larger ones don't. And so sometimes people are taking a cholesterol-lowering pill when they have good, healthy size particles, right? And so that's uh, something that we found out with this gentleman. And so then they ended up, um, if you do a stress test, you're looking for a plumbing problem. So imagine that like a five-lane highway system. So we talk about how these small particles so sliver into the lining of your wall, and it builds up just like a pimple would on your face, right? Everyone's had that pimple on your face before, right? Um, right. If it pops on our face, you know, not a big deal. But if it pops inside the lining of the artery wall, that's a big deal. That's a heart attack. And so um, uh, imagine it like a five-lane highway system. And if, if you just have construction on the side of the road, what's the flow of traffic look like? Doesn't flow as great, right? Same thing in the arteries. If you have construction on the side of the walls of the artery, it's not going to function like it's supposed to as well, right? If you start to close one lane closure or two lane closure, which happens a lot in the Vancouver area, right? Just to close lanes. And, um, you know, especially on highways, which are important. So that, that's all important stuff. No kidding. Yeah. And, and, you know, is, you know, in the highway system in, in Vancouver, that's okay. But if the highway system of the arteries, your arteries are actually preparing itself for that. And so what happens is, is that when you get to three lane closures, four lane closures, you're already doing that, what you would do in the highway system. Like, okay, let me go onto Google maps and try to find a different highway system that I can go bypass this problem. Your arteries do the same thing. And that's the beauty about that part. And so the problem is in our healthcare system, I think we got a great healthcare system. If you're having an emergency and you're having a heart attack, you want to be, we got some of the best cardiologists in the city right here. But if you're trying to do it on a preventative basis, they're looking for a plumbing problem. And if you don't have the plumbing problem, you get a clean bill of health. So think about this for a moment. The five lanes that happen, like if there are five lane closures that are happening inside the artery wall, what happens is, is that all those five lanes, um, you know, we think about, okay, that, that's a heart attack. And the fact of the matter is, is what happens is, is that if, the, if, if we talk about heart attacks just alone, the majority, 90% of heart attacks will occur with a blockage that is less than four lanes closed. Right. And, and that that's funny to a lot of people. Yeah, that's completely different from what most people think, I guess. Yeah, and all the testing that we have out there is to look for the plumbing problem. I, I, for example, the stress test. The stress test is looking for advanced stages of disease, right? That's, that's what's happening when we're doing that. So um, when we look at the stress test, it's looking for a plumbing problem. It's looking for four or more lanes closed out of that five-lane highway system. You come to the heart fit clinic, I'm gonna, I don't care if you have a, uh, an 80% blockage, 100% blockage, or even a 20% blockage. If you have artery disease, you have artery disease, and we're going to start to reverse it because, because, because the majority of heart attacks, and if we just take a blockage that is half blocked, 70% of heart attacks occur with a blockage that is less than that. Wow. And it's because of exactly what I talked about earlier in the show. It's that pimple popping, and, and now, you know, if it pops inside an artery, it goes from a 50% blockage to you know, two-lane closure on a highway system of five lanes, 
and it goes all of a sudden we close all those five lanes, that's a massive heart attack. And that's what we can do at the heart for clinics to see where that risk is of that heart attack or stroke so that we can then reverse that disease process. Right. And I, it's all about inflammation. And, uh, and I, I guess if somebody comes into the heart fit clinic, it's sort of an overall approach too. I guess you're yeah. looking at diet and so, everything, right? Yeah. So you said it's all about inflammation. That's correct. You got one of three things, right? But let's get a little bit more technical. It's all about inflammation, understanding what particles are vulnerable for slivering into the lining of the artery wall and undergoing what we call oxidative stress. Basically, it's an area where that's why antioxidants are so good for you. So um, you, everyone's heard that word before. So that, it's about understanding that oxidative stress of those particles that are vulnerable for in the lining of the artery wall. And there's also an immune response that happens where um, now these immune cells come in and Pac-Man all that, those uh, golf balls that are inside the lining of the artery wall. And so this is everything that we look at at the heart fit clinic so we can find out where that risk is. And so um, we had a patient that came in, and I'll take you to our last case study quickly here, is that they ended up coming in, failed the stress test, failed the nuclear stress test, and now we're headed towards uh, doing, um, you know, a bypass or what that might be. And this patient was quite stable. And we looked at the area where it was uh, the, the plumbing problem was, but there's not a pipe, right? So, and we looked at this, and we actually ended up doing treatment with this patient. So um, this patient is actually a perfect candidate that fell into what we call the ischemia trial. And you can Google that. That's what it showed um, where you take patients and they have a plumbing problem and we do a stent or bypass and then, or we do medical therapy and they have the same outcome, right? So there's no point going doing surgery and, and stents if you don't need. Now, this is someone who is stable. This is not someone who just had a heart attack. That's a different story, right? So that's where you want to see the cardiologist and get that stent or, or bypass, right? So this patient came to see us, um, you know, showed us the reports, showed us what happened. We ended up doing some testing with them, but we really then started to focus on the treatment. So we got some good uh, supplementation into this patient, and we ended up doing ECP therapy, which is what we heard earlier in the show, where we have these cuffs that pump blood back up to the heart, and now what we're trying to do is exacerbate the growing of new lanes around those blockages that he does have. And now he's feeling so much better. He's got no pain climbing a flight of stairs now. He can, you know, play with his grandkids, no problem. And so, and, and it's now checking in on that patient to make sure that they continue to do the things that we're doing so that they can continue to have that growth of new arteries, improving the artery function so that that pimple doesn't pop. That's the best way I can say that. And then uh, changing the, the consistency of those pimples inside the lining of the urinal. This is all happening here at the HeartFit Clinic with that patient and obviously getting some great success with those patients. Right. Well, it sounds like uh, just another reason why you might want to get in touch with the HeartFit Heart Clinic. HeartFit.ca is the website. Uh, you can give them a call, 604-330-4348 or toll-free, 877 700 4348. They have a location at Douglas Road in Burnaby. And uh, Diamond Fernandez is the author of Beating Heart Disease. He's got a new book on the way uh, called uh, The Death of the Stress Test. Be on the lookout for that. And uh, Diamond, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time today. No problem. Have a wonderful rest of the weekend. 
Oh, thank you. And uh, you too. Heartfit.ca is the website if you want to learn more about being proactive with your heart health. And coming up on Vancouver Consumer, a lot of people are hoping to hop in the car and hit the road this summer. But what about the price of gas this summer? Where is it headed? And are we going to get a break? I've got more on that when we come back. Welcome back. Have you made your summer plans yet? If you're taking a car trip, one thing for sure is you'll be paying record high gas prices to get to wherever you're going. And it doesn't look like we're going to get much of a break in the next few months. If you're driving through Alberta or the United States, it will be a little cheaper, but not like it used to be. For example, gas prices in the U.S., are now at an all-time high. They recently breached the $5 a gallon mark. So if you do the math, change gallons to liters and throw in the Canada-US dollar exchange rate, it means that if you're driving in the States, you'll be paying about a buck seventy-six a liter Canadian when you fill up in the US. A buck seventy-six a liter doesn't seem like the bargain it used to be uh, when we would cross the line to buy cheap gas. One thing that is certain is that gas prices almost always go up in the summer relative to the rest of the year, simply because demand for gasoline increases. The summer of 2020, however, was an exception. Remember that? Right in the height of COVID, gasoline prices dropped below $1 a liter in the summer of 2020 in Metro Vancouver, as travel pretty much ground to a halt because of pandemic restrictions. So less than a dollar a liter That's hard to believe. And so we can expect well over double that for the rest of the summer. But uh, is there any hope in sight? There are some wild cards that could either push prices down or up. According to Raul LeBlanc, the vice president of energy for S&P Global Commodity Insights, he says to watch China. They've been under a pretty severe lockdown and that is uh, only now being lifted. That might mean a sudden increase in demand for oil. That could add another spike to oil prices. Russia is another wild card. Should more Russian oil get boycotted, that would also add pressure to the prices. But some believe that fear is already reflected in the prices. And if more Russian boycotts don't happen, prices could go back down. Even if oil producers can quickly ramp up the supply of oil, there is a refining capacity issue. They're always talking about the refineries. They can't refine the oil fast enough. Uh, Many small refineries around the world actually closed down permanently during the pandemic. So why don't they just build more refineries? Well, it's not that simple. They're expensive. And with demand for fossil fuels expected to peak in 2030, might not be worth it. There has been only one new refinery built in the U.S. since 1977, and in Alberta, the new Sturgeon refinery, which opened in 2017, produces diesel but not regular gasoline. Many experts are now predicting there will never be another oil refinery built in the United States. And for now, anyway, that means our summer plans, if they include taking a road trip, are going to be a lot more expensive than they were last summer. Coming up on Vancouver Consumer, it's the consumer news headlines from the past week. Plus, it's some advice on how to deal with these rising interest rates from Angela Calla. She's going to talk us down off the ledge. We'll talk to Angela right after this. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.